Welcome to the What's Next podcast. The function of this podcast is to help current students have a better understanding of the career options available to them after they finish their studies, as well as being aware of the resources and support they have available to help them in their journey from the start to the end and beyond their studies here at ICMP. So today we are joined by a very, very, very special guest. I'm excited to have this conversation. And I'm going to get to introduce herself. What is your name? What did you study at ICMP? And what is your current uh, job or occupation? Hello, I'm Natalie Lindy, and I studied creative musicianship at ICMP. It was the three-year course, and my current occupation is part-time artist slash singer and part-time coffee shop. And yeah, I'm just I'm just out here vibing, you know. <laughs> Hey, that's what we're all doing. We're all trying to vibe. We're all trying to vibe. We love it. We love it. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess let's get into it. Um, so the first question I want to ask is, obviously, so part-time artist, singer, part-time coffee shop barista? Yeah, barista. So what would you say your um, usual day-to-day looks like um, juggling both those two um, roles? Yeah, so I only work twice a week in the coffee shop. It's just so I can have a bit of stable income. Um, and then the gigs are so predominantly make money through gigs and sometimes sessions when they come around, like recording sessions for other artists or for, yeah, just people who musicians. So day to day, I would say every day is different, which I'm actually trying to work on. I'm trying to have a bit more stability, but um, maybe like once or twice a week I'll have a gig and then um, I'll do the coffee shop. And then in between, I'll just be meeting up with mates or writing music or, um, yeah, in the studio um, or, like, recording bits and bobs at home. Okay, decent. I hear that. I think even as you said, like, having a, uh, a sense of, like, a stable income, I think obviously, yeah, that's, like, it's important. But then also being able to, like, still do what you love creatively is still just equally as important as well. Um but obviously you do need the income to be able to, in some sense, help support the creative output that you want to be able to do so. Yeah, exactly. So last year, actually, I did, I quit my job. I was working at um, the Royal Albert Hall. I quit the job and I just said, look, I'm just going to do full-time music. So for the whole year last year, I was doing full-time music and it was really good, but it started to get to a point where I felt like this pressure to be performing and be singing and be writing and like and it didn't feel like it it felt like if I don't sing I am I'm gonna have no money and it started to feel like a lot more pressure rather than being selective about which gigs I want to take and what's actually worth the time what's going to help me build myself as an artist what I'm going to enjoy it became this thing of like I need to perform otherwise I'm broke like I have nothing and that was a little bit too much pressure so I took this coffee shop job and it was actually like one of the best decisions because I feel so much more relaxed and I feel so much more like I have a choice now of what gigs I want to do and I don't have to say yes to like doing a pub where no one's gonna listen to me which I've done like many 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 of them and you know I can do that if I want but it's not a must it's not like if you don't do this then you're not gonna get paid and you know, they can be quite um, demoralising, those sorts of gigs. Yeah, good practice. I will say they are good practice, but 
it can be a bit demoralizing. So I feel I feel really good about where I'm at at the moment. Now I'm glad to hear that. I think you you made a good point as well in terms of like the pressure. I think that's maybe something that's not quite often spoken about in the pursuit to want to do music. Where like actually when it gets to the point where your your livelihood is actually based off whether you do music, that's a lot of pressure. That is extreme amount of pressure. Have you found that actually sometimes it's been like, this has the potential of making me actually hate, hating the thing that I love to do? Yeah, yeah. And getting bored of it, like, because with, with some of the gigs I was doing, I was doing quite a few um, covers gigs and I wasn't, I didn't have enough time between gigs to learn new songs and sort of dive in and like really enjoy the songs that I was singing and put new songs on the uh, the set list and, and like make it fresh for myself every time. So I just found myself like singing the same songs over and over and feeling a bit like... You know, I would add a little scat, a little shibbity bee in there, like to spice it up. But it's not like it's like you get bored of it, like after a while. So, um, I think, yeah, if anyone's listening and they want to do full time, like I would say, try and spice it up for yourself. Because, yeah, I found myself getting a little bit like bored of repeating the same songs. But um, yeah, at the same time, I was really grateful for all the gigs and stuff that I had because. It's it's not always easy to find gigs and stuff. So I was grateful for that. But yeah, definitely, definitely could have had the potential to lean into like, oh, I don't want to do this, you know. Um, but we nipped it in the bud, we did. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Now, I think that's good. And I think um, this actually kind of lends itself to the next kind of set of questions I might ask. Like kind of diving into, I guess, the artist side of stuff. First of all, how were you able to find um, the opportunities to, I guess, work with people, to perform? Like, was what was the particular path that kind of you went down to, like, exploring different opportunities in working with people and in also performing? Mm, that's such a good question. Um, like, quite a few people ask me this because they see what I post online and they're like, oh, you're doing so good. And how, like, how did this come about? And I'm like, bro, (laughs) it's been years. Okay. So like, um, during uni, like at ICMP, I would take gigs and I would literally just take anything. Like if someone said, I'm performing in a shoebox next week, like, can you like join me? I'd be like, yes, like literally I'll take any gig I could because I just wanted to perform in front of people and like I just loved it so much and I still love it now obviously so I said yes to so much and um you just by saying yes to things at the very beginning where you don't have a network you just end up meeting people like how we met um was through saying yes to this gig called Levels which is now growing into like a much bigger platform than it was when when we first met but yeah just saying yes to to things and not worrying so much about oh but is it going to boost my platform is it going to do this is it going to do that because at the very beginning stages that's really not important it's just more important to like meet people who are in the same scene that you want to be in yeah that's how I first started out was just saying yes to everything and then um how did I how did I meet people just through just through being out here like literally being going to gigs performing I think most of like my online following as well is just from people I've genuinely met, like just from gigs. It's not really because I've posted a, a, a video that people have enjoyed or something. It's literally like real life people that have seen me perform, um, like, like an organic fan base. So 
it's not like I have like 100,000 followers or something. I've only got 4K, but like, it's still something to work with. Yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. I feel like I'm rambling a bit now, but... No, it does. Yeah. It does answer the question. Um, I think you made a point, you made a good point in terms of like, obviously people can kind of see what you post and be like, oh, wow, that's great. Like, I want to like just control C, control V for myself, like copy and paste. But people don't see <laughs> like the years that have gone into even getting to the point that you're at now. And even as you continue to develop, like, people won't see the years that it takes to get into that. Like, obviously, knowing that it's not just, like, a quick, ah, oh, listen, all you've got to do is just this, this and this, and then you're you're sorted. You're now, like, touring internationally. Because it, it's, I guess it's different for everyone, but also it takes time. It takes time. Yeah, it does take time. I think nowadays with TikTok and, like, the rise of, like, viral videos and people like I think when I was first at uni that wasn't as much of a thing like because Instagram wasn't really a place where people like blew up and like went super viral like they did like people like LMA and stuff but that was before I was at uni yeah people like LMA like they blew up from uh Instagram um but I just feel like now especially there's more opportunity to put yourself out there online and like gain a following online which is amazing but I would definitely like think to do both maybe it's a question you've been asked before but how do you stay creative because i think it's very easy as a artist as a writer as a um, producer whatever role that you take in music um to be doing the same thing or kind of feel like you can kind of lose the fun that you like attach to music so how do you like stay creative how do you still like have fun with music like what what are some of the things that you do to kind of still stay like creative um I've definitely had moments where I've not been creative but I kind of feel like those moments are what keeps me creative or part of what keep me creative because I think if we're constantly trying to like be creating something it's not doesn't it feels forced and it feels very like pressurized so when I don't feel super creative, I don't really put pressure on myself. I just say, okay, well, I'm not going to write a song for two weeks or for however long. But what helps me sort of get back into a feeling of creativity is being with other people, I think. So many things. Also playing a different instrument to, to what I usually play. Um, but like, for example, I've been um, gigging with Blue Lab Beats quite often, which has been really exciting for me because I was a fan before I met them. Um, and then like they invited me to gig with them at Glastonbury and gig with them in Spain and stuff and that keeps me so inspired and obviously if you're inspired you're going to be doing creative things and I think because my own music is still being mixed and is still being mastered and it's still it's like you know we're chipping away we're chipping away it's nice to have something else that I'm doing that is unrelated to my artist project that can still provide a lot of like inspiration and it doesn't have to be like an, an artist that you love it can be your mate like that you met um and you guys are just like okay like we're just gonna go go to an open mic or like we're just gonna sit at home and and play some random chords and see if we can create something like um, and then also another thing what I was talking about um, switching instruments because I'm when I'm gigging I'm mostly playing guitar because rarely places have keyboard and like I'm looking at my keyboard right now so it's nice to like 
move from guitar back onto keys and like keys was my first love as well so like just changing what I'm playing um in terms of instrument wise listening to different types of music like I feel like there's so many ways of staying creative and I feel like it's just about changing creating change and creating inspiration in your life and sometimes if you're feeling a bit low that's quite hard to do but yeah I think it's like balance of not forcing it but also just encouraging it from yourself that's how I stay creative that was a long ass answer I'm so sorry <laughs> no it's okay no I think it's good I think those the, the the long answers are always filled with like gems and pearls of wisdom so yeah don't, don't it's, it's all good don't you apologize it's all good <laughs> okay so a bit of a lighter question now um so what would you say you know you've had um had and you're having you know opportunities to be able to collaborate with with so many amazing uh, artists and producers and performing you know stuff that you'd love to perform what would you say the, the best thing is for you about being so the best thing about uh, performing and the best thing about being an artist from your perspective mm, I think um that you get to share whatever you want to share and convey whatever you want to convey to people yeah I think the best thing about being a performer is I feel the most happy and free when I'm performing and I think it's because when you're on stage it's like it's literally that moment like whatever else is going on is still going on and it can impact how you perform but I feel like in that moment that's the most important thing that you could be doing at that time I just it, it just makes me feel alive to be honest I feel like performing is like one of my reasons for being alive <laughs> it sounds really intense but like I, I really like honestly I love it so much and um yeah that's one of the best things about performing sharing as well with other people and like I feel like a massive part of performing is being able to affect people and either lift their spirits or help them to connect with their, with themselves on a deeper level and like seeing people transform or like um, be elevated or be more contemplative and just be with you in that moment is so special like I just I, f I it's just why am I getting original? It's just an honour, isn't it? It's just an honour to perform. I love it. I love it so much. Um, and then being a, an artist is... Um, the best part of being an artist is that it's really fun. I just... I love creating. And I think recently I've decided to just not put myself in a box. Because um, I think as an artist, it can be quite easy to be like, okay, well, the last... Um, 10 songs that I wrote sounded like this so I need to keep being this sort of person and this sort of artist but I've just decided I'm just gonna write whatever like flows through me because I feel like that is what being an artist is about is writing whatever is coming through your your spirit your soul you know what I mean and you know you may never have to release it but yeah I think it's just fun um, and it helps me connect deeper with myself, understand things, alchemize difficult emotions into a beautiful piece of music. Like, yeah, I love music. It's my reason for being alive, honestly. I don't know what I'd do without it. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that completely. 
and I think that's the other thing. I think that's intense. I think that's just it's passionate. You know, what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. um, it just means that it it gives you a bigger drive and incentive to just do it because that's like if that's your reason. Everyone has their what they do, but not everyone has their why they do it. And if if music is the reason why you're alive, then you know the thing of what you're doing. You have your why because you're like this is this is it's what I live for. So then, me, you, you basically doing music is like you already know the reason why you do it. So that's it's not it's not intense. It's 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 honest and it's 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 passionate as well. So. Yeah, I just literally feel like sometimes when I'm performing, I'm like I don't know how I would impact people in a meaningful way other than doing this. Like I used to feel very guilty about being an artist because I'd be like. Oh, I should be a a doctor I should be saving lives or like I should be a therapist or I should you know I should be like doing something that directly impacts people and I think the more I perform the more I realize that it does directly impact people it's just in a completely different way to those amazing life-saving human beings out there like you know I've heard a quote before that says like you know doctors and therapists and stuff keep people alive but music and art is a reason to live and I'm like yes yes (laughs) do you know what I mean like oh my gosh I'm like and I feel that so much now because um yeah some of my favorite artists get me through some stuff you know because we all go through stuff yeah just wanted to share that I need that I need that quote I need that quote yeah (laughs) <laughs> no it's good I'm, I'm going to need to get that quote for me mm-hmm. after this podcast episode is done so I think I need that for myself actually I guess in the in the midst of juggling both being an artist um, and working uh, in a coffee shop as a barista like how do you switch from like your work mindset to just like everyday Natalie like how do you just literally like hey I'm now switching off just you know I can just, I'm not having to focus on um, being the artist that I am or working in the job. I'm just like, I'm just being me. Nothing else attached. Like how do you manage to switch, switch to that yeah. mindset? Just being a human and not being a, an artist or a barista person. Uh, that's such a good question. You've got so many good questions. Literally every question is so good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good question. Um, family. Because I still live with my parents. Um, Yeah, I think my family sort of ground me, especially my mum, and just, like, remind me that I am a person before I am a singer, you know, or an artist. Because I think it's so easy to get, like, intertwined um, with being an artist because it's such a huge part of, of what I think about. Um, thinking about oh that could be a song or like oh that person just said this I'm gonna write like it's like yeah so it's just such a big part of like everyday life that I've I've never actually thought about that to be honest but I think thinking about it now definitely my family and like my dog as well like he's not very well at the moment Um, he's he's an old man and he's just like he's getting on he's like coughing and just yeah Um, but like just spending time with those people who don't expect anything from me really as an as an artist when I'm I'm just being with them they just want me to be 
their daughter. Do you know what I mean? So I feel lucky to have supportive parents like that. Um, That's it. That's it. That's it. If there's any piece of advice that you would want to leave with those who are listening, maybe those who are starting out at ICMP, those who are finishing their ICMP journey, maybe those who this is their first year after graduating and they're still trying to like figure things out, like what advice would you want to leave with them for them to kind of just like to hold on to? Um, don't rush yourself to figure things out. It's okay. Like, honestly, it's fine. Um, I think after I graduated, I was like, I have to be like a successful singer by next month. Like it was so intense. I was like, I have to like, not literally next month, but it was like, you know, I have to do this. And then I graduated 2019, like four years have passed. I'm just releasing my first EP um over the next few months still getting mixed still getting mastered but i'll just say yeah don't don't rush like it's fine it's honestly fine um and the whole age thing this is kind of saying this to myself too but the whole age thing is just it's a bit of a myth it does, it's not that important you know if you have art that people connect with it's fine if it takes a little bit longer for it to be the best it can be for you to put that out and share that with people and be proud of it like it's okay and also it's fine to change plans it's fine to like I've had friends that studied three years at uni and then they ended up doing something completely different nothing to do with music so I think it's just about what you want to do with your life and if that looks like traveling for a year and then going snowboarding being a snowboarding instructor and then studying for three years psychology and coming back and then being like okay I want to start my music career now that's fine like I just don't think there's a big rush and um to be kind to yourself and not put too much pressure on yourself to figure things out because it's not an easy career music especially if you want to be an artist so no I think that's that's really insightful um I feel like there's loads of loads of points I could pick up from that but I think as you said, like, there's no rush and it's okay to change. Yeah, like, of course it is. Like, you yourself as a person um, are, are changing consistently, like, every day, every week, every year. So even what you maybe want to do might change as well. And it's not, it's being able to say it's okay if, if maybe what I thought I wanted to do isn't what I want to do now. Um, and also if you're like, actually, um, you know, whether you're 21, whether you're 40, whether you're 60 and you want to do music, you're like, okay, well, then then do it. Like, you're not bound by age restrictions that, okay, I have to do all of this stuff before I'm 30 or before I'm like, 25. Like, nah, it's, it's, it's okay. It's such... It's, it's literally okay. And those things are just narratives that we have been spoon-fed since we were born and we can change that narrative as well I feel like we you know we can be the people that make it when we're like 35 like I don't want to I would prefer to make it before that but like (laughs) if that's what happens like it's fine like there's no difference it's just you get there a bit later it's cool like you still get there and another thing is something that I sometimes would do is like say no to things because I doubt my ability and it's like don't do that just just don't do that like don't put a block in front of yourself when someone is giving you 
an opportunity like if there's an opportunity that you feel like you are uncomfortable with because you doubt if you can do it just do it and if you flop you flop like it's actually okay like it's fine but you might like you've been given that opportunity because someone else believes in you and maybe they see your potential more than you can see your potential so I would say push yourself and don't doubt yourself when you're presented with things that could possibly be like out of your comfort zone like just just do it and like obviously work hard and like try your best for it to be what you want it to be like for you to perform the best that you can but just say yes and and trust in yourself and get the support you need maybe you need a bit of help from a mate who you know is like a sick drummer and they can help you with the rhythm before you get on stage or like you know what I mean just like get that support from your your network but don't say don't turn things down because you're not sure if you can do it like if it's an amazing opportunity just just do it and if it doesn't work out it's okay see this this is it this uh, all, I always get to this question and then it's just like it's everything starts to come so it's um nice I think you've 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 shared even just in this last question a lot of really helpful um, and insightful jewels for people to yeah marinate on and actually just think about um and in in some instances apply for themselves so yeah that, that was that was great and um yeah just want to say a massive thank you because it's been a really lovely conversation yeah thank you for joining for joining me on the podcast natalie um yeah for everyone that's listening um yeah go check out natalie like natalie lindy um she is an amazing performer yeah, she's someone definitely to check out as an ICMP um, alumni. She's definitely someone to check out. Um, and thank you all for listening as well. Uh, we will join, uh, you can join us next time for the next episode of What's Next, where we'll be back with another special guest as we talk about life after ICMP and figure out what's next. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a really lovely conversation. And yeah, you give um, a platform for us alumni to to talk and share our experiences so thank you